I'm Valerie Williams and welcome to Lens on Fitness, a podcast that will zoom in on all areas of physical fitness and wellness. I want to show you how both of these can only be achieved with the right state of mind. And I will do this by bringing to light all kinds of issues and by sharing some of the lessons that I have learned in order to help put you on the path of becoming an individual with a strong body and an even stronger mind. Hello and welcome to the Lens on Fitness podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the show today. It is always very much appreciated and I mean it when I say that. So I guess I could have titled today's episode, How to Go from Unfit to Fit, but this wouldn't have been accurate enough because in order for me to be able to do that, I would first need to know a little bit about your background and a bit about you, your lifestyle, your likes or dislikes, where you're starting from, because the journey to becoming fit is a very personal one and very unique to each and every one of us. Our experiences won't ever be the same. So a much better way to help you make that shift is to tell you how I did it in the hope that my story might be able to inspire you or someone else to start having belief in yourself that you can actually make a change to your health and the way that your body looks and how it feels. So let me start off by giving you a little bit of background on how I became unfit in the first place because there was a time when I was carrying some extra pounds. I couldn't even manage a 15 minute run on the treadmill without feeling like I wanted to pass out. And as for my mindset, well, let's just say that that was very unfit too. And the really strange or crazy thing is that I was always active as a child, right up until my teenage years. But the moment that I could drive, got myself a car and was earning money, got way too comfortable with it all especially with the job that I had and the people that I was spending a lot of my time around. You see at the time I was working in photography and I was working for a company which was the number one and the largest photographic company in the UK at the time and I have to admit it was a nice environment I enjoyed being around my work colleagues. It was nothing but laughter and jokes during our time at work and outside of work. Drinks and meals after work was a very regular thing. There was always a reason to be going out. Even if there wasn't a reason, we would go out for just for the sake of it, to go out to eat and drink and just be in each other's company. But all of this comfortableness came at a cost. The more time I spent around my colleagues, the more I began to pick up some really bad habits and my mind, my way of thinking suddenly started molding into the way that they thought. I was starting to think in exactly the same way that they did. Something that can quite easily happen when you spend so much of your time around the same people, you start thinking the same without even realizing. So what were my eating habits like? during this time. Well, when I look back and if I had to use one word to describe what my eating habits were like, I would say shocking. I would start my day by not having any breakfast before leaving home because I knew that once I'd reached my place of work, there would be a whole bunch of very tempting 
very tasty, addictive food and snack options available, all of which were unhealthy, but I didn't see it like that at the time. So once I got to work, my food diary for the day would go something like this. I would head over to the drinks vending machine and get myself a hot chocolate loaded with sugar. Then right at the side of that machine would be another vending machine, but this would be a snack vending machine. Here I would push the coins in, opt for a chocolate bar and a packet of crisps, otherwise known as potato chips in some countries. And this would be around 8am every morning. Once the canteen opened and the chef had arrived, I would next buy myself a breakfast consisting of toasted bread, tomatoes, sausages, bacon, fried eggs, mushrooms and baked beans. This is what we call over here in the UK a full English breakfast. Whilst eating my full English breakfast, I would also wash this down with a cup of sugary hot chocolate. And this would happen every single day at around 10am. Sometimes I used to skip lunch because my stomach was still feeling a little bit full from the breakfast. But because it was lunchtime, I felt as though I still ought to be eating something. Because back then, when it came to meals, I never actually followed how my body was feeling or whether I was genuinely hungry or not. I used to just eat because the clock said, hey, it's lunchtime now. You need to think about getting some food in you. And so that's what I did. And so I would skip lunch sometimes and I would just get myself a snack at 1pm. And that snack would be another chocolate bar, another packet of crisps and another cup of sweet hot chocolate. I hope you can keep up with how many hot chocolates I've had so far because it doesn't stop there. So around about 3pm or 3.30pm when our energy levels, when I say our energy levels, I meant my colleagues that I was working with, when our energy levels felt as though they were dipping and we needed a bit of a pick-me-up, one of us would volunteer to go to the vending machines, take an order from the rest of the group and once again, yep, you guessed it, I found myself opting for a cup of hot chocolate, a chocolate bar and yet another packet of crisps. This was my ritual at work five days a week and on top of this I didn't get any exercise whatsoever. I got way too comfortable being a new driver anywhere that I needed to be even if it wasn't too far away I would grab the keys and get behind the wheel. This is how my unfit lifestyle began and all of this is through developing and picking up some really bad habits that I found difficult to shake off. Did anyone stop to think and question me about my bad eating habits and my lifestyle in general? Of course not because we were all doing the same thing and because we were around each other every single day seeing unwanted weight gain slowly creep up isn't something that you notice instantly, especially when you spend a lot of time around someone. You don't see it straight away. But the good thing here is, I did. I started noticing. I sat down one day and I thought about how active I used to be when I used to play a lot of sports at school. And here I am now, carrying some additional weight, out of shape. My confidence is not that great. I'm not feeling good about myself. And I just asked myself this question. 
what happened to you? You used to be very much into sports, used to be active. What happened? And so not wanting to feel down about it for too long, I quickly made up my mind and decided that I was going to join a gym. But initially, I didn't want to join a gym on my own. I didn't have enough confidence to do something like that. I thought people were going to look at me and notice that I didn't know what I was doing. My mind was filled with nothing but fear and all these imaginary things were cropping up into my head about the moment that I walked into the gym. I just had this vision that the whole gym would stop and look at me for some reason. So I tried to get one of my friends to join me, but no one was available. Either they didn't have the money for a gym membership or they weren't interested in working out at all. And so in the end, I somehow plucked up the courage and made myself go to the gym. I had to remind myself that it's on me to do something about my condition and not anyone else. And if I really wanted to make a change, waiting around for a gym partner to be available isn't going to make that change happen. I would just be delaying things. Taking it upon myself to join a gym alone was perhaps the best thing that I could have done for myself. Because of that one decision that gave me a taste for working out, this is why I'm at where I am today. I mean, of course, over the years, I made the same kind of mistakes that most people make, spending my whole time doing cardio and just avoiding strength training, spending way too much of my time at the gym and not really pushing myself, and just having that belief that I could still eat anything that I wanted to. Now that I'm working out at the gym, my body should easily be able to burn off anything that I ate. And one of the biggest mistakes, which is a mistake that a large percentage of people still make today, is focusing too much on chasing after body perfection. But this is what it's all about. I made these mistakes, but I also learned from them. But where my fitness really took off and started showing signs of improving is when I stopped going to commercial gyms and instead opted for independently run fitness groups where there were no mirrors around acting as a distraction and causing me to become critical of myself each time I caught my own reflection. I was around people who were there to put in the work and I guess it wasn't until I joined this one particular fitness group where we met up for kettlebell sessions twice a week. This is where the magic happened. The group was made up of a nice mixture of males and females and I can remember all the super fit members of the group would be right at the front of the class which was a good thing because this now meant that I could observe as well as stay motivated especially whenever I felt as though I couldn't manage those last few reps of the workout. All I had to do was just look up at these super fit members flying through their workout And this was more than enough to pull me through and get me to complete what I was doing. I was so impressed by these members. I kept saying to myself, I want to be as fit and as strong as them someday. And each time I turned up for these sessions, my fitness and strength levels kept on improving. I could feel it. And this was in complete contrast to when I first joined the group. I used to struggle I used to struggle with a burpee exercise. 10 burpees to me felt like 
such an effort. And around about the same time, I began having personal training sessions by one of the people that led and ran the fitness group. And this is where I learned how to use the barbell. I wanted to build up some real strength, strength that I could actually do something with, strength that would carry over to other exercises and help me to become better at performing them. And so you see, this is where the transition happened, not just with my fitness and strength levels, but with my mindset. And one of the primary reasons as to why I've been able to go from unfit to fit is all down to how I feed myself. If I want my body to be strong and fit and be able to perform at its best, that I have to make sure that I am putting foods into me that are going to help with supporting my goals. So after hearing this story, you can now see for yourself that I am nothing special. I wasn't born with a talent to be fit. I am just like you. I've said this once before, we all meet minimum requirements. If you are breathing, you have air in your lungs, your heart is beating, don't have any physical disabilities or certain kinds of illnesses that prevent you from working out, then you meet the minimum requirements. And that's all you need to get started. But it's down to you. All I can do is tell my story. So thanks for listening. Take good care of yourself and I shall catch you on the next episode. Bye for now.